Yo, 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 what's up, my people? We are back, finally back on the Swerving Podcast, finally kicking it off for the most anticipated episode, episode three. We got a, a special guest here. He's a St. Louis barber in the St. Louis area. Um, well known, he does celebrity. He actually cuts for the WWE as well. We're going to tap into that, talk about his journey and all that, becoming a barber, you know, getting into the WWE, how he wanted to, you know, do that and brought it to life and stuff. Sir Carwell. Yo, yo, what's up, what's up? What's up, man? I appreciate you coming through again. Uh, we had technical difficulties last week. Actually, we had a great conversation. That's part of the podcast in life, but, uh, we're run gonna do, it back. yeah, we're gonna run it back. And that's all good. <laughs> that's all good, man, cause we wanted to make it happen. Um, I, f- I have had that happen with other people, so don't feel, don't feel bad. No, I ain't tripping off of it, man. I'm just glad to be, uh, be here. Glad to have, uh, be able to you having me. Yeah, for sure. How was your week, man? You celebrated the wife last weekend and stuff. Uh, how'd that, how'd you, how'd you guys kick oh, it? Oh man, that was, uh, that was really, really nice, man. Um, yeah, we was able to, uh, get a lot of surprises for her. Uh, we had, uh, one, well, actually two WWE superstars say happy birthday to her. Oh, that's cool. Um, which was, uh, some, something big for her and she was super happy about that. She into wrestling? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's yeah, what's up. Randy Orton and Shayna Baszler wished her a happy birthday. That's what's up. Cool guys. Yep. And she turned a big 4-0. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So. <laughs> Taking it in, man. Family, man. Oh, yeah. Um, did I go eat anywhere special? Uh, yeah, well, we actually just, you know, did a kickback. Yeah, you need them sometime. They had a kickback, but she got everything she wanted at the house. She got her lobster tail and all that stuff. Yeah. You're, so. you, you like seafood? I can't eat it. You can't at oh, all? Oh, man, I can't eat it. Uh, I'll like hitch. Oh, yeah. Break out. Oh, breaking out. Yeah. That's how I, it last is. Last time I had seafood, man, I was eating it, uh, with my mom and everything. And next you know, I'm just like, ha. Ah. You know, can't trying, breathe. Can't breathe. And she look up at me and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go to the emergency room, uh, get that old EpiPen. My ears swell up, everything, man. So nah, I, I'm letting people in on uh uh my weakness. <laughs> no seafood. No seafood. So man, sir, sir is a guy that's um he actually owns the Elite Blends here. We're actually here podcasting right now. Shout out Elite Blends. Um he's got a few barbers in here within himself. He but he cuts everywhere. His journey has been through a lot of barbershops. Tell us kind of the barbershops you've been in and out of and coming up as a barber. Well, I've only been in two other barbershops except for this one. That's when I co own with a business partner and a good friend of mine. Uh, Calvin. And, uh, I was at, uh, Christopher's Barbershop from 05 to 07. Uh, that's why I got my start. Well, more like he cuts a lot of heads, so it feels like he moves a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I was at Taylor Made from 2007 to 2013. And then, um, that's where I met Calvin at and we decided to open up our own shop. Uh, before we it's go to that, is it hard to, is it hard the journey from, you know, leaving, cause it's like a camaraderie when, you, you know, it's the shop. You've seen barbershop movies oh, and yeah, all that. Yeah. And, you know, you get, guys get close. So is it hard to like start one and leave or you always seen the picture of this? Um, I think always it was the goal to own my own business, to own a, a barbershop, but most definitely it was hard because a lot of those people that I build a lot of friendships and bonds with, uh, it was definitely tough, you know, Stepping on your own. It was actually a little scary. You know, I like that. I might not rap with you no more and stuff. No, no, not, not that I wasn't worried about that. It was more so being, uh, afraid of if this was going to fail. Right. You know, like you have the security when you're 
working as a person that's renting a booth. Right. You don't have to worry about the day to day uh activities and and the business of it. You just paying your rent. Right. But uh and that was clients. the scary part. Yeah, yeah, that was the scary part. But like the people that I built uh great bonds with uh at TaylorMade and uh well actually all of them at TaylorMade came from Christopher's, most of them. A lady named Dawn uh took me under her wing. And uh when Christopher's uh closed, uh due to the building being bought out and they was wasn't gonna renew the lease or anything like that for the business, uh she went and opened her own shop. Oh, okay. And then uh I was one of the first people that she hired. And so like to think about it, like uh it's crazy that she had, you know, the courage to do that and step out on her own. And then she saw the talent in me and wanted me inside her shop and the rest of the other barbers that was there. Going back to stepping on your own real quick. So and saying like you didn't know if like this would work, seeing like and it's working now. But if it didn't ever work, would they take you back? Uh I believe so, but I've always been a person that like, man, I don't look back. It's hard, yeah, I feel you. Like um it's either all or nothing for me. Right. Uh sometimes that could be a bad thing. But I just feel like, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna strive my you know, strive and do my best to make it. So when I make a decision to do something, I'm going to do it with the, to the fullest extent. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, I know, I think they would definitely would have uh, took me back, but I had no intentions of going back because I always just felt that I had what it takes and I was going to make this happen, win, lose, or draw. What, what brought that thought of, you know, I'm bigger than renting a booth? Bigger than a group? No, bigger than like renting a booth week to week, you could do a shop. Oh yeah, yeah. What 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 brought the thought that it was like, man, I can do that? Um, so what brought that upon me was that like a lot of times that when I was in the shop, a lot of people used to think that I owned the shop. Owned Taylor Made. <laughs> and You like, huh? Yeah, right. And I was like, Me? And I was like, No, it's just the way that you carry yourself, the way that you handle your business. Uh we thought you was the owner. Your booth light up, yeah. light up the yeah. room. Well, yeah. And then so like um a little bit, a little less known fact about me is that I used to be a design barber. All I used to do is designs. Uh All the guys and, and gals over there at Taylor Made, they was like 20 years in. So I was a new kid. And so. Could the design? Yeah, yeah. So, but like, but uh, when it came to the aspect of haircutting, uh, I didn't feel, I didn't, I wouldn't say that I didn't match up or was inadequate, but I had to find out a way to differentiate myself from everybody else. I had to figure out a way to step out. And so I always used to draw. And so sketch draw? Yeah, sketch draw. And so I was just doing I used to draw and, and do all these different types of things. And then I decided well not decided somebody asked me to put a star in their head. And then I put it in easy, no problem. And so that's what helped make me stand out as a barber. And so it's like, oh he could just do design. So everybody that came into the shop, they always came to me for the designs. All the way. Yeah, yeah, Lane, all, that, yeah. all the way turned on, like, Party <laughs> Like a Rockstar, Roscoe Dash, all that stuff around 2009. That's all Swag I did. Swag surfing. Yeah. <laughs> and so when it came to the other parts of haircutting, I had to really work on honing that craft because I was so occupied by designs. So, and, uh, yeah. So say like that, like, um, so like non people of color, like from wave cutting to like cutting length hair and stuff, mm-hmm. like that that style of haircutting. Uh, just yeah, just just, just hair, yeah, just it. traditional haircut, like getting a fade, a shape up, uh, 
you know, anything that just didn't involve designs, I wasn't that good at it. Uh, I can honestly say that, well, in my opinion, I felt like I needed to do better. And so I really worked hard on getting that part of the game down, just being an overall great barber. And so once I started doing that, it helped me to the point where I started building clientele. Uh, when my clientele grew so large that one day one of the barbers, they came in, it was like 14 people waiting on me in the waiting area. Damn. Boom. Yeah, I was just booming, but I was doing walk-ins. And so one of the barbers came up to me and was like, yo, man, you need to start doing appointments. And then I was like, oh, man, I can't help that, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm young. I'm like 23, 24, 25, somewhere in there. You're just hustling. Yeah, I was like, you know, they all coming in. He's like, yeah, but you got to look at it this way. You got the whole waiting area clogged up, and you can't. we can't get nobody to come in. Because everybody waiting on you. That's another barber talking to you? Yeah. Okay. But he was giving me insight. And right. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. All right. And so that's what that grew. So then next you know, I'm doing appointments. Did that, was that better? Oh, yeah. That was you know, 10 times better. Appointments for me, uh, it's less stressful. Uh, if you have a large clientele, it's definitely, uh, a great thing to have. Uh, it's better for the, uh, for most clients. A lot of clients, it's like a good and bad. Some clients don't like, that you do appointments only. Uh, they want to walk in, but you're never going to win on that part. And also, nowadays, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, I was able to eat lunch. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like that. I was able to, I was able to take a break or relax or anything like that. But, uh, with that, it came more of me standing out. Right. And that helped with the decision to move and get my own business while I'm in barbershop. That's what's up, man. Um, so yeah, you just you've been cutting hair in the STL area. He's at Elite Blends appointments only if you do want to get cut by Sir sometime. So where can they do that at? At www.realnamesir.com. All right, that's that's nice and easy. And, sure. Um, one more question I was gonna ask you. Um, to you know, kind of like you know, athletes going to the gym and pick up their jumpers and stuff. Was it just a matter of cutting more hair, or like video? Did any videos and stuff help you? Uh, for so, some young barbers out there. So what's the crazy thing is that I've been a barber for 18 years. Um, so when I was doing, uh, haircuts back in the day, there, YouTube had just started when. <laughs> Wasn't really nothing. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm technically an old barber. Uh, but YouTube had just started in 2005 and it really wasn't nothing on, on the internet. Like we had like, like tapes, like, you know, maybe. Jackass and stuff. Uh, or the biggest thing is like, um, uh, barbershop was out the movie. And yeah, all that. yeah. So like, but even us as barbers at that time was like, them haircuts look terrible in there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what you learn how you got your reps up is that you had to cut, you had to grind and hustle, you had to be there when nobody was in the shop. Like I mean, like you had to sit there and wait, hope somebody come to the door, so that way you can get to practice your craft. Uh, and then or for me, so back then I was working at Delmar Loop. And um, I used to do those designs. And so I used to take pictures of them with a Polaroid, y'all. So I had, like, straight, like, a, a portfolio, like a little binder with all my haircuts in it. And I used to walk up and down the door of my loop and show people my haircuts, hoping that they'll come in and get a haircut by me. Uh, I'm proud to say Damn, it. you was out there. I got you. Yeah, He's I'm hustling. proud to say it. It worked because people would look and, like, oh, that's a design and blah, 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 or this is this. Oh yeah, I'm gonna hook, you know, I'm gonna come holler at you. Then I give my business card. And so Anybody think a, you was faking? No, no, because uh, at that time, 
um, I'm proud to say too, because I, I literally went and checked it. I was the only guy doing that. I was the only guy doing uh, designs on Delmar. Dang. And so like, and so like, I was like, you always got to know your competition. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. So what I would do is I went and literally saw where all the barbershops, I used to drive around on my off days or something like, <laughs> or in between the time I ain't had nobody. So like, I'll go into barbershops that's around the area, ask them, like, hey, y'all do designs? And they was like, no, we don't do no designs. I was like, oh, okay. It was like, <laughs> they was like, now I act like I'm a customer. They was like, you want to cut? I was like, no, no, I'm trying to get a design. And then I came, I went to a couple barbershops and I ran into like maybe one or two other people. They were like, I do designs. And then I was like, oh, okay. But that was further away from Delmar. Right. And so I knew I had the whole street locked up. And so I was like, bet. So I'm for the go up and down this street and I'm for the get clients. Uh, also I used to go to wash you. Yeah. Um, and I look so young. So I used to put a backpack on and just <laughs> walk in there and pass out flyers and pass out, um, yeah, the clippers on and all the, yeah, no, I ain't had no clippers on me. What I do is what I used to tell the wash you students, I'd be like, Hey, you bring me two new people. You get a free haircut. Oh, okay. And they were like, for real? I was like, yep. I was like, just bring me two new people. You can do it as many times as you want to, but they have to be new every single time. And so, like, I had this one guy, shout out to my brother, Aaron Jennings. Um, he, uh, graduated from Harvard with his, uh, doctorate, but he was a Wash U alumni. And so he was a part of the student government, the Black Student Government Association. And he used to bring them by the car. Almost like a busload. Yeah, it's taxi man. Like, this is sir. And I don't know how many haircuts I gave him. After a while, honestly, literally, I was giving him free haircuts <laughs> because he would bring me so many people. I think, I, in realistic, he probably brought me close to 25 people. That's, yeah. Wow. And so I, I built off that. And, and then 25 brought you more, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like the word of mouth. Or then, uh, you know, I had, I had the hustlers. I had the drug dealers. I had the businessmen. I had, I had all these different types of people, and so that's what helped build it. Whereas today, you can just go on YouTube, or you can look at my Instagram uh, at realname.sir, and you can just look at my videos. But back then, it was more so about you just got to grind. You just got to hustle. Uh, do you do you do your own directorial videos? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I edit. For the most part, I've had some of them uh, done by my boy uh, Murph. Murph, uh, is what, Murph is awesome. Yeah, Murph, Murph was on... Uh, the the first shoot the first shoot the pre shoot uh, the we're gonna daily, have some shot we're gonna have some photo shoots from that that for the episodes though for yeah sure. at the daily murph my guy Matt Joe uh and his brother Mark Joe uh they helped me with my social media tremendously uh so I definitely want to give a shout out to those guys and then also just the people at First Form they helped me with my social media as well and so uh yeah I I, I literally try to learn from everybody that's I good. don't stop learning that's what you gotta Never. do. And that's why I expand the podcast, man, and just like try to talk to everybody, like different careers, different artists, creators, you know, um, everyone has a different story about where they come from and the, and the way they do things, you know, mm-hmm. and the way they go about things. So it's cool to hear that story and take it in for yourself and run with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, for people listening, if you're a first time listening, this is Swarton Podcast. You can tune in on all listening platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Um, shout out to the barn that is hosting this. The Barn Media Group on all listening platforms. I have my movie podcast on there. Um, we got the Betting Podcast, Knuckleball Primetime. Make sure you tune into them guys and tune into the podcast because a lot's going on over there. We have a March Madness bets come up soon. 
what else we got going? Oh, we were going to Kansas City on April 17th yep. to talk about the UFC fights and stuff. And um, Usman, Usman will be fighting in two weeks, so we got a lot of stuff going on on the sports betting side of things. And then I'll be having my Creed 3 review come out this week. Um, and I saw that. Yeah, did you see it too? I saw that. All right, yeah. we're going to talk about that in a little bit. And then yeah, um, we're fighting. Okay. <laughs> and then um yeah, a lot of a lot of movie talks over in the third eye. So make sure you tune tune into that. The Barn Media Group LLC and they're hosting this podcast. So make sure you tune in, subscribe, and the Swerving Podcast. Um this time of the podcast, you usually let people ask me a question. So you got something? It can be something different from the first round too. I don't yeah, care what yeah. it is. Yeah, um man, so I was about to say is like, where do you see this going? What like what do you uh the podcast? Yeah, like what would you like to do? Man, like through like I'm so glad I'm 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 honestly kinda glad that last week happened and we can really talk about that and you ask this question because you know that's the trial that's the trial and error of it, you know. Right, right. And um you know I can break down and be like, Man, I wanna give up on that stuff. And I've had a lot of that happen, but you know, I feel like that's the trial and error of it and making it beautiful. You know, it's yeah. just it's just art. But um honestly Within this year, I see it getting where I, I want it to be, like, within, like, you know, having your social media there, like, the platform within itself. Like, yeah. I have great listeners, but I want it to be about, like, five to 10,000, you know? That's how I know, like, all right, a lot of St. Louis is listening, a lot of my hometown is listening. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. combined. So, I want that this year. And then the five-year goal is um to be relocated somewhere livingly because I want the podcast to grow like that. You know, I got, I'm at the network like that for about five till I'm about 30, you know? Mm-hmm. And then... That's going to bring me more connections to my life and stuff. But I see it. I see, I just see me being a journeyman and just entering people's lives that, you know, I really, uh, want to buy into, you know, and create, yeah. create bonds with. You know what I mean? Like we're going to, we're going to definitely wrap some more and kick it out to this a lot, you know, oh, yeah. I, I, uh, that's conversations I want to build in like true, true bonds. You know what I mean? For life and, uh, just building off things like you said, uh, so it's I, awesome that you have the way everything's set up because like, uh, where I got to where I am today is like the same similar to the thing that you just did. Um, and like, I hope a lot of young people will be listening to this, but like literally one, of the best things that I ever did. And it seems like the corniest thing that I did, uh, that we learned in school is write down your goals. Yep. And it sounds so corny and it sounds so cliche and it sounds so like, man, that don't work. It literally does because it holds you accountable. Yep. Because if you write down, like, I don't know, I tell people, write down their wildest dreams. And uh, I don't care if it's like, I want $100,000. Write it down. Because if you go back in like six to months to a year and you look that you wrote down, you want a hundred grand, you're going to look and hold yourself accountable. Like, damn, I ain't even do what I said I was going to do. Right. And so, like, to hear you say that, that's exactly what I did. Right. And like, it's, it's crazy that you yeah. say that because... Within this time last year, I bought a journal within my, with, uh, within the podcast. I just wanted, I wanted someone to, like, I wanted something to ask me questions every morning. It was a, uh, every day a different question journal. And mm-hmm. that helped me every day, like, that helped me grow my podcast, like, within asking people questions and mm-hmm. stuff and just, like, how I go about my life and stuff. And that made me, like, start six month planning, like, all right, I want the podcast to do this and that and this and that. And, um, I did write down, like, you know, take the podcast to the St. Louis area. And now I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It really is that, and a lot more manifesting. So I do. I'm a day by day person, you know. I don't really try to see. That's, that's the best thing to do. Yeah, yeah you that's know what the saying? best thing to do because they, when you, especially for me, sometimes I get, I can even get stressed out because I'm thinking about too far off weeks ahead. 
Yeah, like like tripping. And you're like, <laughs> bro, you're not even doing what you're supposed to be doing today. Right. So, like, day by day, that's, I mean, continue to get better every single day. That's how I do it, man. It's just like yep. just free throws, you know, get a lot of podcasts, talk to people I want to talk to, um, you know, have them solo podcasts by myself, debrief, and just stay consistent, you know. And it'll, get, it'll get to where I want it to be for sure. For sure. So, uh, sir, you've been living in STL how long? All my life. How old are you? All my life. How old are you? Right all my life. Uh, I'm 39. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Bruh, sir, look, sir, look, young as me, 25. So black don't crack though. Black don't crack. Uh, I heard the joke that Asian don't raisin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That is funny. I had a, uh, an Asian lady told me that and she had me hollering when she said that. <laughs> black don't crack and Asian don't raisin, I guess. They know what's <laughs> up. Um, talk about the STL area though. Like, what up about it? What I love about STL, um, I love, that we have so many creative artists here. Yep. Um, Videographers, I just, podcasters. I just, don't, I just don't understand sometimes that we have a hard time uh, getting, uh, you know, in the circle, in the circle, in the spotlight. You know, um, I run into so many creative people here. That's and, popping, uh, right? I mean, I'm talking about that. No, it's just dope. Like I'm talking about barbers, beauticians, videographers, uh, podcasts, uh, just pure artists. Like, like my niece, she's an artist. Yeah, uh, what, uh, Miss Ranye. Yeah, Ranye. Yeah, my niece, just, just a beautiful soul, and she's an artist. She paints. She can sing. She's TikTok. a model. She's TikToking. She, and she now is doing hair. Really? And so like, yeah. Well, she, well, she's actually going to cosmetology school to get her license in. In cosmetology. One thing and goes so to like, another. Uh, and I just, uh, recently got the chance to, uh, meet her because, um, you know how family go. You know oh, yeah. Go. For we sure. just, I'm dealing with that we right just now. Never, we never, like, you know, we don't do a good job of, uh, keeping up with each other. And so, like, she's my niece on my dad's side. And so, you know why that, is, you know why that is though? Because right. we live so much in yesterday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't yeah. live day by day. Yeah. And so, like, we reached out, I, uh, well, I reached out to her and, or vice versa. I can't remember. And then we were just able to connect. And, um, what's funny is that she does everything that I do. Right. <laughs> like she could, she could draw, she could paint, she can do hair. Uh, so it's like, it's insane. I got that, that bond. Yeah. It's insane that, you know, like a lot of people are like, Oh, sir, you're so talented. But I look at her and I was like, shit, she killing me. Right. You know? Like, you know, like she's more uh, famous than I am. Right. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, shout out to her. But, like, shout out to uh, my – also, I want to definitely big up my guy, uh, Pierce, over at One Time Supply. He's amazing. Uh, What's that? He does screen printing. Oh, dude, I need someone that does that. He does screen printing. Thank you. You have to, um, have to, plug, you have to plug me in. Uh, he did all of our uh, merchandise over there. Does he create and, logos? Uh, he can create low. He can do everything. All right, cool. He can do everything. I need, he, I need he's also some. like, man, dude, just dope. All right. Just, that's. You tap me in? Yeah, I'll tap you. Like, I'll let him speak for himself. All uh, right. Shout out to all the barbers. Every single barber here that I've come in contact with. Uh, it's just too many to name, but like, it's so many people, you know, that, that are in my circle that, um, I'm proud to be a part of the peer group. Right. Uh, here. That was one of the things we have so many great barbers here. And for me, I just wanted to 
you know, do my own thing and hopefully be mentioned with the greats. Right. And I've done that. So shout out to everybody, you know. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> you got any uh, go-to grub spots, St. Louis? Like you got to have like every, every, every uh, two so Thai food, uh, King and I Thai. King and I? Um, City Foundry's putting out some fire. Only thing is they've been breaking in your car window. <laughs> 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 but that's during the night. It's still safe. It's fine. You go down there. Um, uh, Midtown Sushi, Sushi and Ramen. Uh, what? I was able to take one of my, my good friends, uh, the, uh, Yankee, uh, from WWE. He's a barber there. He cuts Roman Reigns and he man, come to St. Louis. Uh, he came to St. Louis, uh, last, uh, was last year. Now I'm thinking about time out time fast, <laughs> but he wanted to go to a ramen spot. So Midtown Ramen, uh, fire. Um, I'm trying to think, man. So the uh, ramen Fozzie's, spot, Fozzie's is a good sandwich joint. Are them ramen spots, can you like put meat and stuff in it? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've they got been. pork tenderloin, pork belly, steak, Ooh. chicken teriyaki, whatever you want. Like, so if you're big into anime and you're big into like ramen, Midtown Ramen and Sushi is the place to be. All right, all right. What was yeah. the other one you was about to say? Uh, no, I'm just saying there's another uh, spot called Fozzie's. They got a turkey sandwich that's off the chain. Ooh, is it yeah. is it is it uh is it uh toasted? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. They gonna do everything. It's, okay. Oh man. Uh, matter of fact, we'll probably put the links on that. Yeah, we'll, I'll drop all the links to anything you yeah, connect yeah. to down below. Our favorite food spots. For sure, for sure. So, um, what's, you know, picking up the Clippers and making it a dedication, um, you know, what was, what was defined into that? Like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Uh, when I kept on going to this barber and he kept cutting all my hair off. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I didn't ever think I was going to be a barber. Uh, realistically, I love architecture. Um, I wanted to like create skyscrapers and buildings because I used to draw, you know. And then when I finally got into college, I realized I didn't want to be an architect because there's so much math and, oh and graphics. So I was like, no, nah. but when I was 17, <laughs> man, I was like, no. Nah. Um, I remember this vividly. Uh, we had just moved to Jennings. That's the town here in St. I stay there now with my grandma. Yeah, we had just moved to it. So is it is it Horde? What is that? Is that Horde or is it Cousins and Horde? It's like this little spot. It's like this little, um, these couple of little buildings or whatever. But it used to be a barbershop right in there. So I used to live off college in Atkins. Uh, but so my mom and dad's car broke down. And so I used to go to this guy named JD at Salon Signature on West Florissant. <laughs> and JD was my dude. Uh, shout out to him. And he still so, cut? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen him. <laughs> I ain't seen him, man. He probably an OG now. He probably is. Yeah, because like if I'm 39, he got to be about 50, 60. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So my mom was like, "We ain't driving you over there. You go this. I saw this barbershop down the street. Go there." And so like I really didn't want to go, so I walk in there. Tell dude, I like I want a wave cut. Dude, cut my hair off. Cut all of it off. <laughs> Maybe look like. If you heard the words Covalis, just low, low, even all over. Wax. Yeah. And so he had the ladder straight, but my, I mean, I was like, man. And so I remember. <laughs> man, I'm going I'm to, go to school hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to school. Everybody laughing like, damn, why you cut your waves off? And I was like, dude, cut my waves off. So he did it a couple of times and I was like, shit, I could do this myself. Right. And so my mom and dad used to cut my hair when I was little until I started going to barbers. 
And then, uh, so I just went and got my dad's clippers and just started messing with it. I got the biggest guard and just went through it. <laughs> and then I just kept going and say like, all right, they ain't do nothing. So I just kept going down until I found the one that I liked. And so I was like, that looked good. And so I would go to him and get a lining. And so, uh, when I would go in there, he'll be like, he's like, what you trying to get? I'm like, I'm getting a lining. And he's like, oh, all right. And then he'll look. He's like, who cutting your hair? <laughs> and I was like, I'm cutting my hair. He said, no, you ain't. I said, yes, I am. And then he was like, well, you look too thick around your crown. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't cut nothing. No, just line me up. Don't and cut so, nothing. But in hindsight, though, man, even though I used to be so mad at him when I was starting off as a barber and younger, he was like one of the catalysts. You know what I mean? So going back to that moment when he messed your head up, yeah. where was your, besides cutting you, do you, can you remember your first, your first cutting? Did you mess it yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, I cut one of my friends, you know, like, um, and so <laughs> I, when I cut him, he saw me, he was over my house and, uh, was getting ready to go somewhere. And I was like, that's how it happened. I was like, Hey, let me cut my hair real quick. And he was like, you cut her? I was like, yes, yeah. so I cut my own hair. And he looked at it and he's like, Hey man, you hooked that up. He's like, cut my hair. <laughs> he had waves too. <laughs> and so like, uh, so I cut his hair and then, uh, uh, I had used like the clippers. I ain't had no liners yet. And so like, I just got it, got it, you know, gotta nice it how you can. Yeah, as much as I can. And so like, then, you know, we went, went, went out. And then, uh, when he went back to school Monday, so really what it was, it was the wave grease. <laughs> so, the wave grease had his shit busted. <laughs> and so he walking up down the, uh, the hallway or whatever. And even though I cut his hair, they was like, damn, who cut your hair? And he was like, sir, cut my hair. And then, uh, you didn't fuck it up the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, and as you know, it just, just popped off from there. Everybody, then it went to college. I was going to say. Yeah, it went, went to, to college, college. And then I was cutting at college. Cutting yeah. the basketball team. Yeah, whoever. It didn't matter. <laughs> just whoever. And so cutting, cutting my homeboys and all that. And then I was cutting my own hair. And then when I moved out, I got my own apartment. I was cutting in my apartment. Uh, I was cutting up there. I was in community college. So I was cutting in Flow Valley. And then, um. Is that still I, popping? Is it still going? Flow, Flow Valley? I don't know. I ain't been up there in forever. Me neither. Um, and I used to work at Boeing, uh, where they had, um, where they make the airplanes. So you was really busy. Yeah. I was always, and then I was, I was hustling. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, I was always doing, so I was cutting up there too. They had a locker room. I used to cut their hair, cut people hair before we go into uh, work. Yeah, man. We're sir, I need a cut, need a bag. Need yeah, a bag. man. Sir, I've always been hustling. I've been working since I was 14. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> man, so, man, what everyone wants to talk about, sir does cut for WWE. Let's talk about that. How'd you, uh, come about cutting Randy Orton's hair? It's a big deal. Oh, yeah. Everybody want the, the, the big question. The big question. <laughs> you and Randy. So, how I got to WWE is like literally, I literally had to, do exactly what we used, what we were just Hold on, wait, about. wait, flashback, flashback, flashback though. Yeah. Let's talk about, was that young sir like, man, I love, like, who, who was the guys growing up, like Jeff Hardy, like, what was the love? Give me that love oh, of the man. WWE and WWE, like, WWE, I can go all the way back. I've been watching wrestling since I was like seven, eight years old. Uh, my favorite wrestlers was Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man. Uh, I like Ravager, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, uh, Randy, Randy Orton, um, 
Batista, Edge, mm-hmm. Rock, Stone Cold, Mankind, Undertaker. You know, it's like all those guys. Uh, I was just a huge fan of the sport. Of course, I had some people I didn't like, right? Or whatever and all that, but I've always just loved wrestling. I remember the first time um, my mom let me get a pay per view. <laughs> I was like, uh, it was WrestleMania eight or WrestleMania nine. Man, that's way back. I can't remember. I didn't start getting into like the twenty threes and all that. Well, yeah, but but you twenty five. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, but the one match that stood out to me was Roddy Roddy Piper versus Brett the Hitman Hart. And so Brett used to always come out and give glasses to the kids. And I wanted to be that little kid to get the glasses. <laughs> I was like, one day I'm gonna be out there, I'm gonna get them. And so, uh, but that was like the first time that like I really got to see it. Uh, and then you watched it by yourself. Yeah, yeah. It was like, man, um, mama was on point. Shout out to moms, man. Mama was on point because she convinced my dad. She was like, I think the pay-per-view was like $60. <laughs> he was like, are you paying for that? Did you ask for it? Yeah, oh, I was asking. Like, I, I did good. I asked her. I said, mama, can I watch WrestleMania? And she was like, what? WrestleMania? What is Right, they got to ask all the that re- He loved that wrestling. <laughs> and then Joseph, the boy, wanted to watch wrestling. <laughs> I ain't paying for that, this, this, and that. Daddy, please can I watch wrestling? You know, all that stuff. <laughs> so I had to clean up and do everything I needed to do. Um, and then they let me get it. Cause I remember, so this really back before, like how I'm going way back and all the wrestling fans that listen to know this. When we used to have those pay-per-views, the pay-per-views would come on on Sundays, but, um, <laughs> And we only had cable for a short time because after a while, uh, the cable got cut off. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just the way it goes. But it used to be like a channel, like channel 99 or channel whatever it is. And it's like distorted. It's like it had wavy lines in it and all this stuff, but you could hear them. Right. So you could hear them talking like, here comes Shawn Michaels and blah, blah, blah. And so I was sitting there listening to it on TV like, oh, he finna kick him, you know, and all that stuff. So like, Dang. I was like, yeah, so like I, that was the only way I could get it, man. And uh so I instantly, I always love wrestling. Um the one thing I'm proud of though, uh especially making it and, and having the opportunity to cut the WWE wrestling cuz I remember I used to get made fun of it for it. Like uh DX and all that stuff. I remember we used to walk around saying yeah, sucking, doing the, yeah. sucking and all that stuff. <laughs> and people were like, "Man, y'all doing some nerds and shit, whatever." But the funny thing is all the dudes they used to make fun of us for like wrestling, like wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so is Undertaker still wrestling? Motherfucker, <laughs> oh, you know Undertaker still yeah. wrestling. <laughs> like so, no, but like, that's funny. so it was like, um, in my own way, uh, amongst my circle and my group, uh, I made wrestling important to others. Right. You know what I mean? Like I brought awareness to it, even though it only had as big awareness, but. I was proud to say, like, you know, amongst everyone around me, they kind of look at it differently now. It's a respect on it because I love it so much. I, I, I respect it's more than just, uh, oh, I just love it because it's fighting and it's choreographed and it's like fake. But like, you know, it's just some it's a form of entertainment, like how people love Marvel and how people love the NBA or sports. Everybody can't go out there and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like people don't realize what they go through. Right. Like. They're beat up like, after. Man, I mean, I'm talking about like for it to be fake. Uh, shout out to my boy Xavier Woods. Like I remember I was cutting him at the um, at the Royal Rumble. He couldn't wrestle in the Royal Rumble because of his neck. He had kinesian tape, mm. like the uh, the mm-hmm. athlete tape, mm-hmm. and he couldn't move his neck to the left because 
you know, and he was like, shoot, man, I just got to go through it. Like, y'all don't, like, people just don't understand what they really go through. Just me getting the taste of the travel is something insane. And they're only home one day a week for the most part. If you work raw, if you work Monday night raw and you work Monday night, uh, uh, Friday night SmackDown, you're only home for a day and a half. So we're going to get into that discussion a little bit and all that. So being that young kid of loving WWE, and then just being the barber, you know, just cutting and doing the daily job, getting your clients. Then you get that, however it comes about to Randy. What, how, how'd that come about and what was the feeling? So like, I, so how I got to Randy Orton was, uh, I did a show in Tulsa. Um, how I got on is to do a company called Maestros. You did a show or went to like one of them shows like you're going to Chicago? Um, yeah, yeah. So I drove to Tulsa. So I was, uh, Working through a company called Maestros, uh, they were the guys that were cutting the WWE wrestlers. Gotcha. Uh, I basically. They were like contracted through them? Yeah, yeah. I basically had to pretty much like work my ass off to prove that I could be one of those guys, one of the barbers. And so, uh, I traveled all the way to Philly. Were um, you hitting them up and stuff like, hey, I'm sir? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, okay, I, okay. Cause like, um, it was literally, I was sitting at home with my family and my friends. And we was watching, uh, I don't even know what we was watching. It was a pay-per-view or it was Monday Night Raw. It had to be a pay-per-view. And, uh, a guy named Finn Balor was on the TV. And he is, and his fade was just clean. <laughs> and I was like, damn, who cut Finn her? And I'm just thinking about this to my, myself. Right, cause you're a barber. Yeah. And then I can't help it. I look at everybody's haircut. I'm looking at your haircut now. Right. I was like, damn, that's a nice fade. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but then another guy named Montez Ford comes in, uh, on the, on the, uh, the screen. And he's talking, he's doing an interview with him and Angelo Dawkins. And he got a clean fade. And I was like, I want to cut that hair. Sharp. Yeah. I was like, I want to cut. I said it out loud. It's like one of those things where like you don't think you're talking out loud, but you did. <laughs> and everybody was laughing, like, <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, yeah, sir, you do a good job, sir. And I was like, but you no. being for real, yeah. I was like, no, no, I want to cut their hair. <laughs> and so, and so, um, I basically just. Now I'm telling you the power of, you know, manifestation. Just, yeah, manifestation. I basically just sought it out. I just tried to figure out how I did it. And then you look at WWE cutters. Yeah. Yeah. All that type of stuff. And then finally found out who did it, reached out to him. You know what I mean? Um, but it was, it was hard work. I had to prove myself. Getting, how was that? Was that where you didn't get in decline where they like step your game? When up? I first hit them up, they told me pretty much no. Um, I had to work. I had to improve myself. I had to do better. You know what I mean? And so, uh, uh, that was the way that I got in. You didn't run. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically, uh, he hits me up. Um, uh, so like basically fast forward, uh, I do my first show in July of, uh, 2021. I forgot we're in 2023. Jesus Christ. Did my first show in 2021. Uh, told me I killed it. Uh, I cut the new day. The Maestro's guy did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ghost. Shout out to Ghost. Um, I cut new day. I cut. The Ghost, Ali. he sound like he's nice. <laughs> Ghost, well, he's not <laughs> even a barber. He's more of an image consultant. Like just watches? Yeah, yeah. But like, um, uh, he, uh, owns the brand. Oh, okay. And, uh, he was contracting the barbers. Um, and then I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> but then, um, I cut so many people that day. And then, uh, fast forward, uh, to January, uh, he hits me up and he like sent me a message overnight, like, Hey, can you go to Tulsa? And 
I woke up to it. I didn't see it. He sent it overnight. I woke up to it and I looked. It was like 6 37 a.m. And he's like, Can you be in Tulsa by noon? This is on Monday, on a Monday. <laughs> he sent it on Sunday night. And I looked and I was like, Oh crap. And like, Were you single or anything at the time? No, no. I've been married. Me and my wife have been married for 16 years. Oh, okay. Uh, 15, 16 Dang, years. Y'all been going. Yeah, we got married in 2007. It was 2023, so it's 16 years. We actually coming up on our 16th anniversary. That's what's up. Uh, she gonna be happy that I remember that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm sitting there looking like, damn. I'm like, it was super last minute. I'm like, fuck, what do I do? <laughs> like, should I go? I'm like, can I make it to Tulsa? So we look it up. Tulsa is like five hours away. And, uh, I sent him a message like, I could be there like one. He didn't respond. <laughs> and I was like, Shit, go back I to do? sleep. And then, no, I ain't go back to sleep <laughs> because, like, I wanted to get my reps, you know, because I'm, I'm working. And so I was like, fuck it, I'm for the go. And so I literally brushed my teeth, gave myself, like, the proverbial whole bath. Right. Came up here, got my clippers, and I hit the road. My wife was like, well, if they tell you they don't need you. I'm like, well, I'm already there. They're they going to tell they going to they gonna use me. They I, I'm already service. here. Right. <laughs> I'm here. I came. So I'm driving. And uh, just driving, I'm halfway there. He sends me a message like, hey, I was asleep. Sorry about that. You're on the way, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm on the way. He's like, cool, good, good, you know, good deal. And so I get there. Uh, I get there like at 140. I get through security and all that stuff and whatnot. And then the first person, because I, I hadn't gotten So you were kind of late, too. I was kind of late because yeah. there was, but I was like, I was a um, replacement. Oh, okay. Uh my boy, uh, Yankee, he couldn't make it. And so I was replacing him. And so I get there, I walk through the door, first person sitting there is Finn Balor. <laughs> so the dude you said, dang, he said he's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and crazy. he was like, and then he go, if he listened to this, he gonna crack up. He's <laughs> like, yo, what's up, brother? He's like, you know, Ghost told me everything about you. He's like, your face are fucking tough, man. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm sitting there, I'm trying to not trip, and I'm like, Yo, this is Finn Balor. You know, it's like, this is the dude I wanted to cut. Then, um. How certain that moment? Like, you just dapping him up, no, yeah, not yeah. saying nothing. Oh, to, no, like, you gotta be cool. Yeah. You gotta be cool. You know. You've been there before. So, like, but all in the room was like, it was Finn Balor, uh, Chad Gable, Mike Rome, uh, Otis, MVP, uh, who else I cut? I cut Damian Priest, uh, and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was sitting there waiting. Uh, but yeah, so fast forward, Randy comes in. How long's your day like right there doing all that? Oh man, I cut from 1.40 to 9, 9 p.m. at night. Oh my goodness. I didn't stop. Well, I, I stopped for a moment. God, I uh, think you're going to be there for a couple hours. <laughs> no, no, no. I was cutting while the show was going. You don't That's, stop. Wow. And so Randy comes in and then he just puts his foot on like the, uh, the chair <laughs> and he's sitting there talking. The movie cut. And then, uh, he's talking to MVP and they talking about, uh, they're just talking. We're going to just say that they're just talking about, uh, stuff. And, um, Randy, Lund, like, all right. He's like, he said, you know the deal, right? He told you what I was, <laughs> I was like, he's talking to you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, um, girl comes in and she's like, Hey, Randy, Vince wants you. She's like, she needs you for a meeting. Randy's just like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> he was like, tell him I'll be there in 20 minutes. And she looked like this Vince man. And Randy telling him, like, tell him I'll be there in 20 minutes. And she's like, 
uh, okay, you know, you know, he ain't gonna like that. He sits down. He's like, you got ten minutes. <laughs> and so, luckily, I am a fast barber, so I'm cutting his hair. We chopping it up and talking. It really went on for like fifteen minutes. And um, uh, my guy said, well, Reggie, WWE Reggie, uh, St. Louis own, uh, a huge talented guy. That's he him was, right there on the end. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. right there on the wall. Uh, my guy Sydney, uh, aka WWE, uh, actually aka WWE Scripts. Check him out on NXT on Tuesdays. Shout out to my boy. Um, I cut his hair back in July at KC. And so he from St. Louis. Okay, okay. And, uh, he was a part of Circus Lole, uh, extremely talented brother. Uh, that's my dude. He tell him, he's like, Hey man, you getting cut by to go to St. Louis. <laughs> like, that's, that's, and then Randy was like, Oh yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he from where we from. And then he's like, you from St. Louis? And I was like, yeah, man, I actually graduated from the same high school you did. And he's oh, like, cool. really? And it was like, he said, when you come out? I said, I came out 02. He's like, I debuted in 02. And so oh, like, WWE? Yeah. Yeah. So we just chopping up. And then like after that, it was like we just changed numbers. And uh then he's like, yeah, because I can use you back home. And so. Yeah, man, that's how it started. But I'm just thinking, like, imagine if I didn't go. Right. I would have never, been, never gained him as a client. Uh, and that's I got, crazy because, yeah. like, you know, the original person would have been through that mindset, like, man, do I go? I'm just going to stay, wait till he replies. You know, like, that's good, man. That's good. Yeah, that's man. That's your heart was. You manifested that for real. Yeah, man. That's why I was saying, like, I wrote that down. I, I literally wrote that down in a notebook. Now, I'm talking about manif- manifestation. Like, I literally went through the things. I was like, all right. I want to own a shop by 30. I opened a shop at 30. Uh, uh, in October, I turned 30 and then the shop opened in December. Then just going through all the things. I want this. I want that. I want to, I want to cut for the WWE. And I was actually remembering when I went back to that notebook and just scratched it off. And I was like, wow. I was going to really ask, did it. I was going to ask, how's sir leaving after you did that day? How, oh man, like, I was. Oh, I was kicking and uh <laughs> and on cloud nine. You like, call you call your, you call cut, your wife. And then also too, uh in that story I cut Montez forward. Oh dang. I cut Montez forward. Um and then I I got to cut his hair multiple times. Uh I developed I developed so many great relationships uh uh with Omas. Omas is literally the biggest, tallest <laughs> person I've ever everybody think I'm big. Like i like you know, and when you see me in person, like, sir, you tall. I was like, No, I'm little. Right. And, uh, that was around these big dudes. Yeah. That was a crazy story. Omos literally moved me without me even be like, <laughs> like we was walking and he was like, uh, yeah, uh, I was getting like, I finally had got a break and I was like, I'm going to go get something to eat. And then here he come walk fast. He's like, you going to get something to eat? It's like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to go eat too. And so like we walked past <laughs> and security was like, and you got to remember this during COVID. It's like different areas that we can go around, you know, because you might be next to the public and they don't want nobody to get sick. And Omar's just looking at her like, oh, yeah, okay, we can't go there, right? And then he literally put his hand on my back and just started moving me. Bro, I didn't I didn't even know I was being moved. I was like, oh, all right, I guess we going this way. All right. So, you ain't going to fight it. Yeah, yeah. So Omar's like, uh, uh, that's, that's my dude, uh, Gable. So many wonderful people that I are able to build relationships in WWE with. Um, yeah. Does it, do they take care of you? Like, you don't have to just cut and go home, do you? No, 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 no. They, they, 
You can go watch a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can, uh, but you don't have time. Really? Cause you, you just, just don't. Probably, yeah, like, you, you can poke, you, no, not even that. You can poke your head out and look, but like I said, I was cutting during the show. So, so when like, you're done cutting the show, it's kind of wrapping up. Yeah. Like by the time you get done, it depends on the show. Like some shows I was able to wrap up earlier, but like, um, really you just don't, you don't know, have, you just don't have time cause you, WWE moves so fast. Right. It's like the fastest environment that you can honestly think that you can be in, period. Uh, and that's why I was saying I respect it so much because those guys and girls, the amount of work that they put in to put on that Actors, show. Actors, athletes. And yeah, they, they're, they're everything. They're the stuntmen. They're the actor. They're, they're, they gotta know ev- everything. And so like, for me, just a person that's just a worker, like, you know, an employee, uh, at that time, uh, being able to poke my head out or anything like that, you just don't have time because you'll go and look at the, uh, like, oh, okay, Seth Rollins is wrestling. And you poke your head out and then somebody's like, hey, sir, can you cut me up real quick? <laughs> you gotta go right back to it. Right. So, you know, it's like, you don't have time. Right. You really don't. And you gotta respect it. Yeah, yeah. And then also too, you don't wanna be a fan. Be, yeah, exactly. It's, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> because, um, you got to think about this, you know, um, and that, that's why I would give credit to Randy. Um, if a lot of people notice, I really don't have too much of him on my social media. But he, he mentored me so much on uh, living in the moment, but also the business part of it. Because when, when you're a fan, you look at them differently. Right. And you put them on a pedestal that they – don't deserve to be, well, not deserve, you not put them on the pedestal deserve. of everybody. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. it's almost like you put so much weight on their shoulders. Right. And I know exactly what that is. And they just a person. Right. They just a, a human and things like that. And so think about a fan when you see him. Oh my God, I, you're, <laughs> you're Randy Orton. Oh, and, da, 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 this and, that. and he's just like, I'm Randy. Yeah, I'm just me. Right. You know what I mean? So when you're backstage like that, and you're trying to be your fanboy and all that, it's, it's not a good look. That's in any industry though. I feel that. That's with music, athletes, and all that stuff. So handle yourself as a as a business professional. <laughs> it cracked me up. Sir Man. said that people consider me the celebrity barber. He's like, oh, yeah. he's one of the dudes. I, that's why I was saying, like, I understand that from way that he's helped mentor me. Like, I, I run into people and they'll be like, oh, you're a celebrity barber. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm not no celebrity. Right. And, like, and I know a lot of celebrity barbers would be upset right now, but I just don't. I just don't like the term for me because I ain't got no paparazzi sitting outside waiting for me and people taking pictures. Well, stuff. well, for you, <laughs> and it came to the you know the fact of you know self planning, manifestation, and all that, yeah. and just self, um, you know, achievements that it's like, man, I don't you know celebrities, just what I work for. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's I, my it's my job. Yes, you know what I mean. Yep. So I feel yeah. that. So man, like you know, like twenty shit, we're three three months in, twenty twenty three. 2022, how was, how you feeling? You got anything like, what's the mindset going into this year? You're like, you know, nine more months, like, you gotta do more, like. Oh man, I feel like sometimes I'm slacking. And then from <laughs> outside looking in, everybody think that I'm, I'm doing a lot, but like, I was, Slacking in what aspects? Like, I just gotta go harder. You know what I mean? Like, Father cutting. Everything. Every single thing. And I, and I mean that literally, like, getting better as a barber, but also, uh, now moving on to other industries, whether it's that, you know, television, movies. I was going to ask like that. that, like, do you see yourself doing anything outside of hair sometime? 
Um, actually, no. That's that's good too. No, it's like um, outside of like you know just apparel or you know or well like or hair care products or anything like that. But that's what I do. That's right. what I know. It'll be weird for like to a mechanic to stop being a mechanic and going and doing something else. Like right. you're gonna be an accountant or right. something like that. Right. Like no, I literally love love what I do, and I don't have no regrets, and it's got me to where I am today. And so like now. Uh, I just try to find ways to incorporate what I do and, and put it into different aspects of business. Like the one thing I was proud of, uh, and I was talking to, uh, another, uh, wrestler by the name of Nick Aldis that I'm, uh, really cool with and I'm his personal barber. Uh, I was able to mix the two things that I love. I was able to mix wrestling and haircutting and put them together. And I, I just like, I'm just so appreciative. You're in the moment. Yeah, man. God don't owe me nothing. He don't. That's I get to do, I get to do two of the things that I love the most. That's what's up. So man. it's like, when it comes to the rest of this year, it's like, do I try to get on some TV shows? Do I try to, you know, get in some TV production or do I come out with that hair care line? Do I, do I, I love shoes. Maybe I should open up shoes. You know, it's like, it's so many different types of things that I, enjoyed it it's like i gotta turn it up a notch on everything saying like, travel sa- all that saying that's why i was like sir let me clean that jeep sometimes show you i can detail too, right, you know right. I mean? like yeah exactly. I, I definitely get what you mean i definitely yeah. get it's all about staying in motion oh yeah staying in motion one thing i always say is like you gotta work hard while you're in season yeah so that way when you out of season it feels like you in season right you know what i'm saying so like a lot of people may and you ain't you ain't catching up yeah yeah it's like a lot of people feel like sometimes they become stagnated and they're like, oh, my God, nothing's happening right now. But think about all the stuff you did uh, these last six months. And then now that you finally slowed down, that you're able to just keep going, even though you don't feel like you're in season. Right. Yep. I feel that, man. I feel that for sure. So it's another, it's another time for a question for me. What you got? <laughs> uh, so a lot of people on my end will probably want to know where the, uh, the name Swerve came from. Swerve. Oh, OK, OK. So the name Swerve came from, um, shout out, shout out, um, Big Sean, you know, uh, yeah, this, this was young Swerve days, just creating Twitter, you know, you gotta have that, you gotta have something that catches. So mm-hmm. I just had Mercy going on in the background with that, the good music and all that. And, uh, I was just sitting on the handle one day and just Big Sean ad-libbed that Swerve, Swerve, and it just kind of just caught and stuck, man. And I'll just, I'll never forget that moment being at Civic Center, just playing pickup basketball and, uh, what them, them, just one of them guys being like, hey, what's up, Swerve? And I'm just like, that's my Twitter name. Like, why are you calling me that? Like, I'm DJ. But it just okay. stu- it, it just stuck, you know? And you just you just kind of run with it. Like, all right. You know? You just kind of run with it. Yeah. So uh that's how that went about, man. I'm just glad it stuck because it, it's it's just me. And, you know, I just stuck with that all my life. And I never, like, never had to switch anything up to, you know, you know, go to the next place or, like, act like, you know, act like something that I wasn't. It just, I just always been Swerve, you know? And it just stuck. That's it's always up. stuck for sure. But, uh, yeah, man, for sure. Sir, what I like about Sir, too, he don't just cut hair. He don't just, you know, go out to eat, whatever. He kicks, he watch some good movies, too, and I dig that. I dig that. We're going to talk about some Ant-Man, some Creed. We'll talk about Creed first. It just came out. What did you like about that? Uh, Jonathan really, Majors in that, too. I really, man, that's my dude, man. He's killing so, it. So, like, we had talked about that with, about the Ant-Man. I wish people could have heard, heard that. Uh, we're, we can, we're going to tap into that in a second. Jonathan Majors, man, is just killing it, man. Like, uh, I don't know, man. He's becoming my favorite actor, like one Me of my too. favorite, 
Like, dude is just insane. Um, harder, to, harder they fall. Ain't man, man, this he's got Love a lot Crab of hit. country. I believe that's what it's called. Yep, that's the first thing I saw him in. Um, but uh, with Creed, man, uh, I will say this: it felt, it felt fast. It did feel like it wasn't long enough, didn't it? It the felt fi- but, the, la- the last like, part. I like that they got to the point. Right. Like, I'll talk about like straight for, for everybody. So, well, Creed just came out, so we're not gonna spoil that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but like. uh no, man, they get to it. They get to they it. They get right to the action. I think the, the fighting, I think the boxing was better than this one. Way better. Oh, for sure. But it could have, like, we could have got 15 more minutes. Yeah. Um, so, all in all, like, I enjoyed the boxing aspect. I, I enjoyed the Michael dynamic. B. Michael B. Jordan's first, he directed the whole movie. First directorial Also, movie. he directed all of the movies. He directed the whole movie. Oh wow! Yeah, his first movie ever done by himself. Like he just, I want to do this, that he did. I it. hope they come out with it. Well, I think they're coming out with another one. Yeah, but I think he's done. I think I liked how they took the story. I like how they're bringing that up with his daughter and all that. I like that. You know, if they, yeah. so you know, if they do, if they do, if they don't make another one, I'll be okay with this Creed movie. But I they think they gotta go make a fourth one because Rocky made, yeah, like four. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then, uh, that's another talk too that we're not going to talk about right now, but I'm going to have you in the movie podcast sometime too. We can most talk. definitely. We can I talk enjoyed more. it. I think I give it, I gave it, a, I, I gave it out of five stars, four and a half. Okay. So then I'll go there. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. For sure. Everybody always go by 10 and, you know, like, no, I go by five, yeah. five and I always go by, you know, acting, camera, camera I'll work. Give it four and, and a half. Yeah. And, and how so I we feel about, about the whole five movie. stars, four and a half. It's definitely a work. It's a must see. For sure. You should get Letterbox too if you like movies. It's a good app. Follow my Letterbox at Third Eye Review. Okay. Um, so like I'm just sitting at home and like you know like you can always look at the Rotten Tomatoes score. That's it. But Letterbox okay. like it rates it out of five stars and like throughout the world like people ratings like right there. You can go click reviews right there and stuff. Like I got all my reviews. Letterbox. Okay. Letter, Letterbox. Yep. You like okay. that a lot. You like that a lot. So we're about to dive into some swerving Q and A. Okay. Do this with all the fans. You ready? Oh, uh, okay. All right. So stranded on the island, thirty days. You got five oh, albums. Man. What are you taking? Five albums. I forgot. Uh, let me see. All right, all right, all right. I, I think I remember. Um, it was the five album, albums that I got to pick. If I'm stranded on the island, I know one. Rick, the, what was the Rick James one? The Rick James is Street Song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a lot of people look at me crazy when I said that, but Rick James was <laughs> no. Look, man. Rick was killing it. Rick was it, killing see, it. See, everybody just know the Dave Chappelle stuff, but go back and listen to like some Rick James songs. <laughs> and Rick was out here clowning, like, uh, give it to me, baby. Give it to me, babe. When I came <laughs> home last night, you wouldn't even talk to me. <laughs> no, it was like, he was, he was, man, Rick cold. Alright, I'm gonna go. Rick fucking cold, cold. Uh, give it to me, baby. Super freak. Uh, ghetto life. <laughs> Ebony eyes. Man, y'all tripping. Y'all put some respect on Rick name. Oh my god. Rick James. Rick James. He gonna be running around the, the island crazy. <laughs> Yelling around. Rick James, bitch. <laughs> um, so Rick, Rick James. I think, think, I think you went to Jay Z. Don't remember what Jay Z Black Album. The Black. Yep, you went Black. Most definitely Jay Z Black Album. Uh, Stevie Wonder. Uh, Songs in the Key of Life. Yep. Uh, Stevie is actually my favorite R&B artist. Uh, I was going to ask you Stevie or Ray, so it's got to be Stevie. It's Stevie. Rick, Rick is fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
No, Steve, I was going to say ask Stevie or Ray Charles, but I'm sure it's Stevie. Oh, it's Stevie. Yeah. It's Stevie. Uh, Ray only got a couple of songs. Yeah. To me. I know that sounds crazy. I know a lot of people, music purists. We need a good Stevie movie. Stevie, yes. Yes, we do. I think because Stevie's still alive, though. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I had Rick, Stevie, Jay-Z. Um, did you go Freddie? Uh, no, 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 no. Freddie Gibbs is my current favorite rapper right now. Uh, I don't know what it is, man. I just, I fuck with, uh, Freddie Heavy. Um, I think it's, uh, J. Cole. Yeah. Forest Hills Drive. Forest Hills, it was that. Yeah, yeah. I love that album. And then, uh, Kendrick Lamar, it's a pimple butterfly. Yep. Um, and then get, look. If I had to do, uh. No, we won't ask that real quick. I'm going to ask you a different yeah. question off that. Rank, rank me your top three Kendrick albums. Top three Kendrick albums. Uh, in, in your, so, yeah, in your order. So in my order, I resonate with Pimple But the Pimple Butterfly as my I, number I was, one. I've been running that back like the last two weeks. Oh my goodness. Number one. Uh polish. It's so man, the way that he goes about everything. We hit it left, we hit it, it was, right. All this, he was actually like giving us a a prelude to everything he's doing right now. And so like to Pimple Butterfly is number one. Um number two, I like Mr. Morale and the uh the big steppers. Yep, that one's fire. And then um he just touched, Shit. he touched all aspects of an artist on the album. Shit. And then we got Damn and we got Good Kid, Mad City. Ooh, that's hard. Um, that's hard. Damn, so fire. Oh my God. Damn fire. Oh my God. <laughs> then Good Kid fire. You too. know what? I'm going with Damn. I am too. I'm going it's with got Damn. The well, I said what? It's Pimple Butterfly, Miss Morale, the Big Steppers. Then Damn. Then it's Damn. Damn, because I, I, I run Damn back more than I run Good Kid, Mad City. I gotta bump that one when like I get in the kid, car. Mad City, and then Section 80. I love Section 80 though. He said, "I'm high now." Ah. Kendrick ain't got no bad album to me. No, no, not one. Even that Untitled Unmastered one he dropped. I one. went back and listened to that. I ain't never listened to Bruh, it. That and man, hit. woo, he was killing that. Man, uh, Kendrick, yeah. Kendrick or Cole? <sighs> well, you know what's crazy? But no, no, <laughs> nah, no. answer. Don't don't give me the. What's... I actually was listening to Cole more than I was listening to Kendrick, but. I like Kendrick better as like a lyricist, but I love the, uh, the songs that J. Cole make. Yeah. Like J. Cole, like my favorite song is. You can relate to it. You can feel them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, J. Cole is like my adolescence. Like listening to him is like, I, re- I resonate with him so much because like I was a county kid. I wasn't a city kid. And that's what I get from J. Cole. It's like, then J. Cole, like, he was a hooper. I used to hoop. You know what I mean? So, like, I resonate with him so much. Uh, but when it comes a to... A lot pure, of people do. Yeah, pure lyricism, I like, I like Kendrick. If I want to think and, you know, zone out and, like, really think about where I need to be in, you know, with my life and get myself together, it's Kendrick. But when it comes to, like, just going back and just... Feeling nostalgic. Yeah, yeah, and just... Just appreciating stuff is J. Cole. Okay. I can, I can, it's like weird. I can respect like that. They, they like my generate, this generation, Tupac and Nas for me. I can respect that. It's weird. That's a good answer. Like Nas is J, J. Cole to me and Kendrick is like a revolutionary like Tupac. Dang. I know that sounds crazy. I know people <laughs> might, might be like, that don't, they don't even go together. But <laughs> if you really think about what they do, yeah. like, you know, give me your, uh, your starting five. For Marvel characters, like you got to pick five, build your build your Avengers. Oh man, so I actually went back and forth on this. If I had to build my Avengers, uh, I'm going with King T'Challa. T'Challa. Yep. Ooh, okay. 
I'm sorry. I know everybody loves Shiri and we own this. There's woman empowerment and everything, but I need Chadwick. We need Chadwick. I need Chadwick. Uh, rest in peace, Black, King. Pan- Black Panther 2 is just different. We needed Chadwick. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Chadwick, man. It, it's my guy. Anyway, um, Doctor Strange. Yes. Okay. Iron Man. Oof. Thor. That's a good three. Ooh. And, uh. Um, That's a t- who you going to I had the, my number five was Scarlet Witch, but. I might have to take her out because she's too much of liability. She messy. Mm-hmm. She real messy. Like we don't know if this chick gonna be with us or not. <laughs> so like, I, I want to vi- say Vision. I went Vision, but Vision was getting ate up by the uh by the Ravengers. Yep. And then just to see Thanos like pick pick his forehead like yep. like, <laughs> like it was a dumb Nothing. dumb drop. He was like, give me that. You know, like no. Nah, um, uh, I need something. I need somebody powerful. Spider-Man so or Ant-Man. So or I might go with Hulk. Captain Marvel, man. I was just going to say that's a good pick. Captain I like Captain Marvel. Marvel. You can call her for anything. Yeah. That's if she pick up the phone, though. That Marvel's movie is going to be great, I think. Oh, man. I actually like the TV show. I didn't watch it. Is it good? Uh, With Kamala Khan? Yeah. Actually, you a like- lot of people like, so a lot of fans right now are not liking none of the Marvel stuff. Uh, Maybe I'm a sucker or maybe I'm a Did you I'm watch The chill. Werewolf at Night, too? I didn't see that one. I didn't see that either. I, I forgot all about it. But I like the Marvels. Uh, I like Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight. I need to watch that one too. Moon Knight is good. I watched Loki. It looks good. I don't know, man. I, I, Loki's my favorite one. The best one. Yeah. And so, yeah, I liked, I liked all of them. I liked She-Hulk. I thought She-Hulk was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, She-Hulk was good. Yeah, I liked that. I thought it was hilarious. She-Hulk was cool. She-Hulk yeah. was cool. So. That's a good Marvel 5. He went T'Challa. He went Doctor Strange, Thor, Iron Man, Iron Man, and Captain, and Captain Marvel. Marvel. That's a good one. Yeah, I got them all set up. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I got them all set up. That's we, probably where I'd go to. I can entertain with Spider-Man at the fifth, but I'd probably go that too, honestly. Um, What's something that might be holding you back? Me. That's the one thing I always tell people. The only person stopping you is you. There's nothing you can't do. Nothing. Like, like right now, we in the shop right now, and we're doing this podcast. And I'm just going to just talk about what goes to my mind. I just think about it. I literally opened the barbershop. The only person that could stop me from doing that was me. Right. Uh, to be honest with you, like, a lot of things in my life, is there's not too many things that's out of my reach. And so, like, sometimes, like, everybody knows I'm a big sneakerhead. And... A lot of times I get, you know, that or, but like, then I wanted to be a barber for WWE and I did it. So like, I just think that the only person that stopped you is you. Right. Like, uh, and there's so many things that we deal with in our life. And a lot of times people always think that it's something or someone holding them back, but you have to really take a p- accountability and responsibility and decide that you determine what you get out of your life. Uh, that's one thing that we didn't mention. Uh, shout out to first form, but like I cut hair there. Yep. And I'm a you first, didn't mention it. Yeah. I'm yep. a first form barber. That was something that was on my list. Like I really wanted, when I did WWE and then, uh, I cut a couple of guys like Matt, Mark, uh, shout Brian. out Micah. He got us. Yeah. Micah. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. Micah definitely was one of the catalysts for me to get there. And so like, at that time, I was struggling with uh my weight and all these things. Like, 
And so with my health and all these guys, all these people were coming around me. And uh, you just never know how God works. And so it felt like they were recruiting me. They was like, <laughs> to come well, to the gym? Well, come to uh, HQ. And the, the facility is beautiful. And it was like, you know, we'd love to have you there. You know, we, you know, you're just such a positive person, this, this, and that. And so at this time, I was like 230 pounds. I'm like 211, 212 now. But the lowest I got to was 205. I lost 25 pounds. Damn. And uh, I look like a di- completely different person. And, uh, but skin clean, like, look, yeah, <laughs> no, for real though. Yeah, yeah. And lifestyle so like, good. Yeah. Being around those people, uh, all those wonderful human beings up there at first form, uh, and being around Andy Frisella and another, uh, huge influence, uh, just in culture right now. Um, and just being able to sit there and talk to him is a privilege. And like, I just think about all the things that if I never decided to try, I would never be there. And so like, even with first form, I was like, yo, they need haircuts. I can help them. It's like, you know, they're athletes and, and employees. They got to look good. Right. When they go out there and do the, the stuff that they do. Right. And then also I'm dealing with personal stuff myself. It's like a match. Help me help you. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm saying. That's the only thing that's holding me back. Me. I'm I the only that. op. I respect that. And I, I, I feel that between myself too. So I was yeah. Gonna, I uh, even cut my, my boy Matt Adams. Yep. Uh, love Matt. Shout out to Matt. Uh, I told him to shout him out. I'm gonna shout him out again for the second time. That's a guy, uh. If you don't know him, played for the Cardinals, did some, a lot of work for the Cardinals. Yeah. He won a championship with the Cardinals. Yep. Big city, baby. Uh, he won a championship with the, uh, Washington Nationals. Uh, and he's, he's back, back there, right? He's back with the Nationals. Uh, during the time of this podcast. At least he couldn't, if he couldn't be there here, yeah. he's somewhere he wants to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, me and him used to talk about a lot of stuff and we were able to help each other and make each other realize that like the only person stopping you is you. We going to get to where we need to be. It's just, you got to put in the work. That's the one thing to stop a lot of people. They don't want it. Everybody wants everything easy and that's not the way that's going to work. You got to work. That's, that's, Ain't That's no it. handouts out here. Ain't no handouts. Ain't oh. nobody coming to save you. Ain't nobody coming to give you anything. Nothing. If you learn anything from this podcast, you learn that. Like everybody think they're like, oh, he got all this stuff and he just so happened. No. When I wanted to, when I, when I said I wanted to be a WWE barber, that was in 2019. Right. And I didn't get to do it until 2021. Right. And I could have quit. But like just by not quitting, look where it got me today. So I say that to, you know, to anybody, you know, only op you got is you, nobody else. Stop worrying about what other people think. That's the hardest thing too. stop worrying about what everybody thinks. Put yourself in your own zone. You like when we talk about that island for 30 days, sometimes you got to disappear, get away from everybody, get off and the focus, screen. you know, cut down the screen time, get outside, yeah, focus on you until the focus becomes you. I feel that, man. That's it. I feel that. Um, so another reason I like having, you know, and I've, Start writing down, like get the podcast out, STL, cause I know guys like having genuine conversations with guys like you. I know you get that passion for like, man, this dude would have a great conversation with so and so and so and so. So who's mm-hmm. some, who's somebody you think would be good on swerving? Um, like I said before, any artist or any person that's doing anything that you're doing, uh, and you're doing it to the best of your ability and at a high level in St. Louis, come holler at my man, holler at Swerve. Uh, I love to see other uh, barbers. I would love to see my guy, uh, Ranch John or, 
or uh, uh, Sonny, Megan, Megan at um, at Union Barbershop. Ranch, I got to get with Rance. He's one of the OGs. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, me and him have a great relationship. Uh, my guy Jules, uh, Jules, um, he uh, is the personal barber for Jason Tatum. That's a big brother of mine. He, he helped mentor me about a lot of stuff. Uh, just anybody, anybody that, you know, that is thriving at the high level that, uh, can be able to be a help and a service to anybody else that's out there who's having trouble and trying to get to the next level and believing in themselves. That's what I want to see. Okay. I want to see anybody that's thriving in any industry. I don't care if you bake cakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know that's what I mean? it is about me. Like if you, and that's how I feel. I feel a lot of people listen to the podcast and like can tell that I'm a, you know, a reachable guy. Like reach out if you want to be on the podcast. I love conversation. You know, I love reaching out and talking to all, you know, walks of life because we all come from different backgrounds and, you know, talking to different people and listening yeah. brings. We got a lot of insight here. Oh, for I was sure. just sitting there thinking about it, like, uh, definitely would love to have my brothers on here. For sure. The whole barbershop. Jack, Calvin, Ronnie, L, they all have different perspectives. So I wanted uh, to, I wanted to tell you that, like, yeah, I thought of like, like, yeah, I think Lee we should Williams have like, podcast. Yeah, like Lee a, a shop, shop the shop, get the mic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just talk. That'd be cool. Yeah, most definitely. All the barbers. Um, because I know there's a lot of people that want to hear stuff from other people as well. For sure. And the, and the barber life, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's, it's how it is, you know, my just man, chopping uh, it up. Yeah. My man, uh, Mr. TJ the barber. I forgot to add him. Uh, he's doing wonderful stuff. Uh, wonderful stuff. Um, I did a uh, haircut for the homeless with him through his organization. Ooh. Uh, I think it was a week or two ago. Yeah. Mr. TJ, well, it's not Mr. TJ the barber anymore. It's Mr. TJ the solution. Uh, my brother's doing wonderful things, uh, on the Illinois side. Um, yeah, him. Definitely. That's definitely. He, uh, also, uh, a former, uh, veteran. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. So I was like, it's, it's just amazing. Putting in the so work. Many, yeah. So many people that I come in contact with. That's, that's what's definitely, up. definitely. Definitely. Probably. Yeah. Let's have him on there. Okay. Because that would be wonderful. That's what's up. Because he's doing so many great things. Um, man, kind of wrap it up. This, what would you go back and tell your 18 year old self? Nothing. <laughs> I like that. I would. I told you. I was like, you said God don't owe you nothing. So. God don't owe man. I would not change anything. If I ran into my 18 year old self, I'd try to run away from him. <laughs> I would try <laughs> to let him just what's keep. Up. I would just let him keep. I just think about it like it's the butterfly effect. Like if I change one thing, I wouldn't marry the wife that I have. The beautiful wife that I have, the beautiful son that I have, and the family, the the business uh, relationship and friendship I have with my Was friend Calvin, uh, everything that I, I mean to the WWE to to everything, everything I would not change nothing. I don't. I have no regrets. That's what's up, man. None. Just keep doing. As a matter of fact, I would one thing would tell him that like I made you proud. I. I I, I, that's what's up. Yeah, I did everything. That's that how it should be. That's how it should be. You go everything back that you wanted to be, everything that you want to be, or you don't think that you're good enough, or you don't think that you're worth it, or or anything like that, you're gonna be it, bro. Man, I feel that because I always say, if you're not evolving, if you're doing the same stuff you were doing last year, and you're not evolving, you're doing something wrong. Yes. So like, imagine going back and talking to your 18 year old self, and keep grinding. And you get to tell him the same shit, or like you didn't move on, like. You ain't doing something right. So that's what's up, bro. That's one of my favorite answers I've gotten. <laughs> no, for real, for real. I, I love that. 
man, get out, shout out your platforms and all, and all that, man. What, what's Sir got going the rest of the year? Uh, rest of the year, I definitely going to plan on trying to be everywhere. I want you to get so sick and tired of me that you just see me <laughs> everywhere. Like, what is he doing? This dude on, on commercials, whatever. That's the, that's the goal. Be everywhere. Uh, you catch me on all my socials. They all the same. Uh, except for Instagram is real name dot sir. Yep. But, uh, Facebook, real name sir. TikTok, real name sir. Uh, YouTube, real name sir. All of them. So for the barbers again, they can find your directorial stuff. TikTok, uh, real name sir. Well, all the barbers for also to, uh, uh, at Elite Blends Barbershop, uh, on Instagram and Elite Blends on Facebook. Uh, also too, if you can't get me, Definitely go to elite-blends.com and you'll be able to book with all our wonderful barbers. Uh, everybody is multifaceted and we're skilled in all aspects of haircutting. We have a 30 year veteran in Jack, Jack True Story on Instagram, Calvin Cuts on Instagram, Larryon Ridgel on Instagram and Ronnie Ransom on Instagram. Go so check them out. They're all wonderful. Uh, and I'm not just hyping it up. We that barbershop that everybody say, oh, everybody in there can cut. Yeah. And so if serves I the love head, you guys, if serves the head, <laughs> you got to imagine, you know, the unders are, are just as nice too. Cause he wants his shop to be a par. So yeah, definitely got to put that to mind too. So man, sir, I really appreciate your time. Um, just appreciate you giving me the time to run it back. Cause, uh, it just means a lot to me, this conversation and stuff. And just, uh, oh, yeah. just really making the time. Cause you know, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, just, hey, can I have you on my podcast? Like, man, like, I've, I've gotten a lot of just seen messages, but I know, but they'll see my story and stuff and see when I'm moving. Mm-hmm. But I think they just want to see, like, it, it bang off and then be like, oh, I'll tap in with you, Swerve. But, but I want to, I want to be just truly thank you for just being like, you know, just one of the guys, just, you know, when it was just doing, you know, this is what I love. But like mm-hmm. you said, where do you see it going? It's going to get to a point where people want to be on, but, it's always going to be a, to a point where I want people to be on. You know well, what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Sure. For sure. And there's all love over here, man. Always for everybody. For you know sure. what I mean? And so, like, that's one thing you got to give. You know, like, I'm, and I'm, you, you know, now I'm busy. I'm always doing something. <laughs> I'm always doing something. But that's what you got to do. That's the secret. Give. Literally. Whatever it is. Give and do more and work yeah, hard. Give, give, give. Ain't no handouts. Matter of fact, before we leave, go get this book called The Go Giver. One of the best books I ever read. The Go-Giver? The Go-Giver. Read it. Definitely. I'm telling you, that's exactly, I, I took some of those blueprints out of that it book. sounds like The Go-Getter. I like that. It's, yeah, it's like The Go-Getter, but it's The Go-Giver. I'm telling you, that's the secret. The more you give, the more you receive. All the cliche stuff that everybody say is, is and you think it's like my, funny corny, it's the truth. Give. My, my dad, my dad was saying, um, he said like, he was saying like, you know, with even like, you know, people and things in life that you might not say like you have something in your heart for, forgive them. Yeah. You know, forgive them. Oh, you know, cause they don't, you know, life's too short and all that. It'll come back later in life just to naturally love and respect people and mm-hmm. stuff. And like, you know, he was just talking about ties and all that stuff too. He was like, I do that, you know, I do that out of love and respect. And he's, he's been trying to just get me to go to church more and all Nothing that. Wrong and with just, that. And yep. just, he's just speaking the real word on me. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, I give all my ties, you know, I do all that stuff because it's going to come back in true blessings. Like oh, with yeah. work going and clocking in and all that, that's true blessings. I mean, getting a yeah. paycheck and everything. So I, I do see what he's saying. I do what he's saying. God's yeah. real. I, feel I don't like know everyone, if I mentioned that, but none of this would happen without God. For sure. Nothing. None I of this. I feel like everyone just has their calling. Yeah. Know? None of this. Like I, 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 that was the other thing I wanted to say too. I know we bouncing around, but like 
yeah, I did do a lot of the, you know, the footwork and all that, but it was all God. Right. It ain't it ain't just me. It was him behind it. For sure. You know what I mean? So no, most most definitely, all praises to the Most High. For sure, man. Hey, yeah. this is a Swerving Podcast. All platforms. This episode will be out tomorrow morning, three seven. Um, I'll be having. I'm not gonna shout the next guest out yet. No, I am. The guys at STL are gonna be on episode four. Be going down March 24th. That'll be a big episode for the Swerving Podcast. But this episode is gonna be banging. So make sure all you WWE fans tap in. Sir, he is the the barber fans tap in. He's the elite. The Elite Blends Barbershop, and we're out, baby. Shout out to Barn for presenting.